Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. Wow, what a joy again to study God's Word with you, the living Word of God. We're looking in Romans chapter 14. This passage of Scripture, Paul is helping the church at Rome understand how despite their differences and diversity, they can still have unity. And at this point, as we're looking at this chapter, we're finding that there are four reasons, four reasons that he gives that we can accept and welcome one another. Now, he tells us in the beginning of this section, remember verse 1 of chapter 14 and verse 7 of chapter 15, that's the entire section as you study it together on despite how we might think a day is holy or not holy, what we think we should eat or shouldn't eat, or today in our churches, what kind of music we should listen to or not listen to, what kind of version of the Bible we should use, Old King James and New King James, the ESV and New American Standard, and we get all caught up into these things and find ourselves all divided. And there are so many things that really are preferences. They're not real deep down biblical scriptural convictions, but they divide us. And we find ourselves having even the music wars in our choir and all sorts of things going on. God help us. That is not what God wants the church to be. So Paul is telling us some basic things here. He's telling the church at Rome, but he's telling us too today because the word of God is a living word. It's an eternal word. All the Bible was not written to me, but all the Bible was written for me. And the principles are eternal. They never change. So he says, you want to receive one another as God has welcomed, as God has received you? Several things you need to remember. One is that God has received us and God sustains us. He is able to make us stand. He is the judge. We shouldn't condemn. We shouldn't be critical. God sees the heart. He knows what really is going on. Let him be the judge, he says in the first couple verses there. And then we come to verse 5 through 9. And I want to read these verses because these are wonderful, powerful verses that if we could really understand and apply them to our lives, what a difference it would make. He says, for one person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. And so some people look at holy days and not holy days. Every day is a day that the Lord has made and we should be uh, thankful for it. Now, each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. So whether you believe it one way or another way, make sure you believe it based on what's in your heart about that day. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord since he gives thanks to the Lord. While the one who abstains honors abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to the Lord. In other words, whether you abstain to eat something or eat something, if you do it to the Lord and you do it in honor of the Lord, why should you be critical of the person who does it different than you? Make sure you're convinced in your mind that's what God wants you to do. Don't be doing it for show. Don't be doing it because other people are doing it. You do it because God wants you to do it and you are listening to Him. Now, these are areas that Scripture maybe does not give, especially in the New Testament, any clear instructions about. And so you do what you do. You think the version, one version of the Bible is better than another version of the Bible? And then, okay. But make sure you do it as unto the Lord as you read that, as you study that, and don't let that be divisive. You like your music with a lot of beat in it? Then God bless you. You like your music with a lot of rhythm behind it? Well, God bless you. Do it unto the Lord. Don't do it to try to irritate somebody or to prove to somebody that you're free. No, do it in honor of the Lord. Then he has some powerful verses 
here. None of us lives to himself. None of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Bottom line, doesn't matter who you are, what you believe, what you're doing, what you don't do. We are the Lord's as a believer. We're all his. We should get along with each other. And then he says, for this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord, both of the dead and of the living. Man, he gives us one of the most powerful reasons that Jesus Christ came to planet earth to live, to die, and to live again. Why? That he might be Lord of all. That's bottom line question. Is Jesus Lord of your life? In other words, he's in absolute total control. Have you totally surrendered your life to him where you do what he wants to, you to do rather than, the, rather than what the world or anyone else wants you to do or you want to do? God bless us and help us as we get along with each other and take heed to these powerful verses in front of us today. God bless and have a great day.